and welcome to the Haunted Minds Anthologies from the fucked up minds of the Scrapbook Universe. We're here to give you a full month of scary, spooky shit to keep your butthole tight. Stay with us and we are going to try to terrify you. Are you Brandon Ferlarde? No. Um, but I am Louis Fernando. For, okay. Okay, that makes sense. You, do you work at a school? Yes. Like the lab department? Hey, who's asking? Bah! <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you do <laughs> And that was Patrick <laughs> as an assassin scene. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give And that's how you do it. You give them a fake name, then they correct it. And you're like, Yeah. Do you, are you a, a, a Patrice uh, Wickfell? Uh, I'm a Patrick Wickfall. And he's like, Work in the lab department? And you're like, Yeah. Bow. The second you correct and say the name that I was going to kill yeah. and then tell me where you work, there's only so many Patrick Wickfalls. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's yeah. not two Patrick Wickfalls working at Stanford. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You know, one thing I didn't know Stanford was in California. Yeah, I didn't either. I thought Until that you was said the East that Coast. right now. <laughs> I thought it was the East Coast. I thought it was the East Coast. I thought it was one of my Ivy League joints. It uh, isn't Ivy League, isn't y- it? Yes, it is. I thought all Ivy League joints were in the East, East Coast, bro. I thought, that I why thought so. Ivy. No. Because of. Uh, no. What do we really know? You know what I mean? Yeah. No you know enough I mean? to make these fucking bangers, bangers only club stand up, nigga. Uh, merch is going to be, bangers only club is going to be merch too. And it's going to be a uh, like a projector underneath or some shit like that. Something fun, whimsical. Okay. Go ahead, brother. You want to bring it in? I've been recording for the last two minutes. Well, son of a bitch. All right. Um, welcome to the Haunted Minds Anthologies with your boy, Patrick. And your boy, Josephiah Pratt. Hernandez, nigga! Stand up! Alright. So, I got a little something, something for y'all. It's gonna be a little bit off the beaten trail, and it's gonna get a little dark. Stay with me. And I apologize if I hurt anybody's feelings. Alright. So, um... It's a story of, and I'm going to go off of a girl I used to know in elementary school who was super sweet to me and always seemed like too sweet, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but she could sing real good. And so her name was uh, Lisa Nguyen. And so uh, the story is based around a young singer who would do anything to get a chance to like make it big. And she comes from a family of people who don't really care what she does. They all know, They all love her. But they're all invested in their own lives. And so she she kind of gets to doing what a uh, a young singer would do. She finds places that she can perform. And so she ends up starting to perform, performing at bars at a young age. Performing at, like, uh, circuses. You know, she just finds loose work. And as she's finding loose work, she starts to know she sees a man in the crowd all the time. The same guy. And, uh... As it starts, he's walking through as she's singing. And then she starts to notice as the months go on that he's no longer walking through, but he's coming to see her. And she's he's not an ugly man, but he's not handsome. But he's distracting. He draws the eye. Stature? Looks? Stature, uh, I give you I give you 
5'11", not six foot, mm. prefers to wear a top hat, like a uh, cowboy hat. Okay, like a 10-gallon hat. Kind of yeah, but like more like a, yeah, 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 a 10-gallon hat, but not as big, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, um, Five and a half, yeah. And he's he wears what I would call like the basic American outfit, which would just be a, 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 a white tee with... Um, jeans and some boots mm. and he's and he's holding a cigarette cowboy you, boots yeah okay uh because she is a she is a um a white uh, asian american mm. in like a midwest city so she's pretty much assimilated into white culture yeah and that's why she's singing at these these podunk places you know what i mean yep, yep. and so she's out there doing her thing and she's She's getting a little bit of buzz, but not enough to get her out of where she's at. Just enough to where, like, when she's like, can I can I perform here? They're just like, it's least in the wind. And, and they're all down for it, and they're like, hell yeah. You know, and so she starts to see him, and as she go fills in herself, like her, her uh, how you say, her fucking, she starts to believe in herself the way she should. Confidence. Confidence comes in. He reaches the front row. And then as she's leaving the stage, you know, after a really good show, he's like, I can make you great. Lisa win. I can make you great. And she's like, well, 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 thank you, but I think I'm already great. And he's like, I can make you better. Mm. Now let me tell you something. Come here, come here, Lisa win. I can make you something to where this town will never forget your name. Mm. And she's like, well, are you like a talent guy? He's like, of sorts. Of sorts. Woo! Never trust a nigga <laughs> so vague, but yet <laughs> so poignant. And that's, you know what I mean? You got to yeah. tap, tap on the nose. Tap on the nose. Simpson style. Of sorts. Of sorts. And then uh, she's like, well, I would need to talk to my parents. She's like, are they at the show? Because I've been at your last 10. Ooh. And I've seen you from here to Wisconsin. And one thing I haven't seen is good management. You need to be managed, girl. Talk that shit, nigga. And she's like, oh, um, you know, I don't know if I could, you know, my daddy takes me out of state and then I stay with my uncle. And, and so I'm not really, like, going out that far. And he's like, well, I can take you wherever you want to go. But you just need to make me your manager. I can take you places. And she's like, I, I, I don't know if I want to do that. And he's like, well, you got my card whenever you need it. And she's like, you never gave me a card. And he's like, check your pocket. And she goes for a pocket, and it's in her pocket. And she's like, how did you? Looks up, he's gone. Mm. And she's just like, this, what the? And then somebody's like, you did a great job. At the, and, and then she gets caught up in the hustle and bustle. Occupies her mind. Yeah. Exactly. And she's like, okay. But she's holding the card while these people are talking to her. And then she goes she goes to the, her dad's car, and she, she gets to the back of the car. He's like, how'd the show go? And she's like, it went great. I think I got a talent scout. He's like, you don't need to be worried about any other, any other people. We drive you out here to have your fun, but you're not going anywhere else. Keep your head in these books. Exactly. A real dream smasher, her father. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He, he's, not a, he's not a bad guy. He just is like, I didn't make it out this town, and you're not going to either. He's a realist. Yeah. He's a realist, but because he has no spark. Mm-hmm. He had no discernible talent like she did. So for him to be like, you're going to die in this town like I'm going to. 
He's like, but I can hit a high note. You can't. I'm a singer. I'm going to get out of this town, daddy. And he's like, no, you're not. And so uh, he kind of crushes her dreams on the way home. And then she gets out of the car or goes inside getting undressed. And she hears a, a, a rock hit her window. Goes to the window and the man is outside with his with his white tee, jeans, boot, and a cigarette. And then he motions for her to come outside. She sneaks outside. Her dad is is asleep. Mom is there, but no part of the story at all. Okay. No part. Like, I don't have any part for her. <laughs> you can add in if you want. But uh, she goes downstairs, and she goes to talk to him. And when she goes outside, there's like a, a, like a mist on the ground. And they're from Wisconsin, and it's like summer. Mm. There's no mist during summer and so she goes outside and she's like this is a bit crazy he's like now let me be your manager and I can get you to places and he's just really on this manager hype and she's like I can't you know what I want to make it to California I know if I make it out there I'll make it anywhere and he's like Hollywood it's got your name written all over it just sign on this dotted line and she's like I can we leave tonight? He's like, I already got your bags packed. And he looks over down the street and there's a truck that's already like on. And he's like, everything that you need to make it out of this world is in that is in that truck. Just sign on the dotted line. And she signs. And he's like, let me take you to the car. Reaches out of the arm and he, like a gentleman walks through the car in her 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 nightgown and they drive out of town and they start to perform and as she performs she gets better every time she goes on stage instead of 50 people it's 100 instead of 100 it's 200 she's selling out small small like a what do you call them bitches venues venues small venues but she's selling them out and then start packing them out and then people are waiting and then she's doing numerous shows and she's seeing him less and less and then he lets her know right around, I'd say, about a year into it. He's like, you have about six years left in this game. And she's like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, you didn't read what you signed. And she's like, I don't, you never gave me a copy. She's like, it's in your back pocket. Go for a back pocket, looks at it. It's written like a midget could read it. You know what I mean? It's it's not. Fuck. It's you know what I mean? It's not written regular size. The words on this podcast do not directly <laughs> directly describe Jody's personal feelings towards anything. I love my little people, especially the women folk. So, I put myself up. All right, so. So she she reads that in the contract she's given up her soul, and and in the contract he clearly states that he is the devil. Hmm. In clear words, she just never read it. All she heard what was coming out of his mouth. She she took it at at face value instead of reading the contract. Hmm. And so, in the contract, it's he will give you your dream for seven years. Before he takes your soul. And so when he tells you this, 
she no longer sees him as much. Like, it's almost like he's letting her live the life out that she wanted until he comes to get her. But this causes, like, a psychosis in her to where her interactions with regular people become demonic. Mm. And they become very evil and malicious. She She's hurting people because she thinks they're hurting them. Uh, somebody comes in to bring in water and she thinks they're coming at him with a pickaxe, you know? And then she kicks some, like, 18-year-old chick in the fucking chest for no reason. And people are like, hey, she's losing it. And so she starts to self-medicate. Uh, drugs to uh, help her sleep because every night she has a dream of somebody creeping into her bed and taking advantage of her. Mm-hmm. And she sleeps around, you know, as you would as a young person, you know, no slide on women, everybody fucks. Mm-hmm. But she starts to have meaningless sex, but when she's doing that, she has flashes of seeing the man on top of her and feeling like instead of a penis inside of her, like there's a hook at the end of it. Damn. And it's ripping out her insides. And so she's scream like she snaps out of a sexual experience screaming in pain. And she and like people are just leaving her every time, being like, You're fucking you got problems, bro. And then like leaving the room like scared as shit and she's just like left crying alone every night. And then she's just going deeper and deeper into her psychosis of like not trusting anything. And every so often he comes knocking at the door and she doesn't let him in, but he talks to her from the other side of the door. And he's like, you got about another two years. See you soon. Like, he just lets her know that, like, I'm still here just because I'm not at your shows. Mm. And the real wind down happens when um, she's really spunt out. Her, She's kind of losing the, the mojo she had to start this shit. Mm-hmm. She's not selling out arenas like that because she's so fucked up all the time. Yeah. And when it comes down to, like, the final days of her life she starts seeing him more often in the crowd and so she in her disillusioned state writes her last song and her last song is to the devil Mm. and it's uh it's like an acceptance of what, what what i signed i signed on the dotted line so this is my life. I give to you because I said I would. And it's her biggest hit. Damn. And the crowd erupts while she's singing it. And as she's singing it, she's looking the devil in his eyes as he's sitting there. And this is the first time in the movie you see him smoking a cigarette. The entire time in the movie, he's been holding a cigarette. This is the only time you see him smoking it. Mm. And then as she finishes the last lines and the crowd stands for an ovation... He doesn't stand, and then when, like, as they move, she realizes he's no longer sitting there. And she go. She wants to cry, but she knows, like, this This was me accepting my fate mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I signed the dot line, dotted line, and I left a life that wasn't that bad to get here alone and have my soul taken. So she sings out her best song ever. And it ends with her crying and the crowd cheering her because she got what she wanted, but, like, later that night she's killed. 
And, it's, and, and I want to call it Crossroads, but I feel like that's too on the nose. No, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, so I'll, yeah. It'd be dope if it'd be dope if in the end she like walks back and everybody's just like, it, it, that's such a it was such a be- like everybody's giving her an ovation as she walks past, giving her flowers and mm-hmm. shit. The PAs are just like yeah, like whooping her on. People are crying. Yeah, like, exactly. And like, then she's like signing some autographs, taking pictures of the kids and shit. And then she opens the door to her dressing room, and then. He's taking a drag with a cigarette, and she closes the door behind him. And like she lets him in. Yeah. Like she, like, oh, even better. She goes to her her dressing room. And it's completely empty, and she sits there, and and the camera stays on her. And she's sitting there, staring at herself in the mirror, and knock on the door. And she's like, "Come in." And then it's that nigga. And that's the you know what I mean. Just so a. You already know what's going to happen to her. And it's the same knock that's been throughout the movie. It's that. Mm-hmm. That she's been hearing every so many years. Yeah. You got about five left. And it'd be pretty interesting if when she found when she found out that she was, um, that she sold her soul, <clears throat> she'd completely make it about her now. Before it was for the sake of art and mm-hmm. giving everybody a piece of her, but now it's just like the world owes them. You know what I mean? So that's why her sales went down. Is that she, she, same genre, but like she was more intense and shit like that, and you know, just like um, Elvis. Like later on, he started doing certain things that was like showing him being becoming slowly frayed at the at the seams you know yeah you're I mean? like you're 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 losing it exactly and it, that, that's for her you know? and i'd say we could set this in late 70s early 80s i like that i like that and i like if she has a a dream of where she wants to go she she wants to uh... I think I, oh it would be beautiful is like she wants to perform at like a, a a hall that somebody before her yeah like did like she she and that's where the movie ends sold out a Carnegie Hall and that and she wanted to do that because fucking you know or or at the Grand Old Opry in the South where all these like Conway Twitty and fucking Dolly Parton and all that shit like that performed at she was like I want to sell out there and that was her last and show and that was her last show yeah. to the biggest crowd her best song ever mm-hmm. she ended it with that shit with the finale and it was a song to the devil yeah 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 I like that what if she's singing it and it's like such a beautiful like Adele her album 19, 20, and 21 greatest shit I ever fucking heard yeah. But, like, she's belting shit out. Does the devil cry? Does he let it, uh, does a Washington tear out? No. What I would say, if anything, is that. Or he smiles? No, I'd say he, he grooves to it a little bit. Yeah. Like, instead of being, like. Stoic and fucking. Stoic, yeah, he's. 
He's not gigging, you feel me? But he's yeah, he ain't fucking yeah. <laughs> he ain't hitting nothing crazy. He ain't hitting Sabab on the light rail, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's maybe like a, a, a smirk. Maybe like a smirk. Like you could be doing this the whole time. You let you you let the little bit of life that I I gave you. I gave you time, mm-hmm. and you chose to be down on yourself instead of living it up to the fullest. You had this in you the entire time. So it's kind of like a play on, like, don't sleep on your talent. Yeah. Because this life does have a uh, time limit. And it can come and go. Yeah. You can get hit by a car tomorrow if you did nothing with anything that you had. Yeah. You know, uh, the universe gives you something. Something. You have some sort of tool. Anybody that's like, I'm not a creative person. Well, bitch, do something. Yeah. There's uh, something you could do. There are people that, like, like knives. Yeah. Do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. So there's like nothing but scrolling because you weren't that. Scrolling came to us as people in our 30s at a time where we were fucking in our teenage years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That scrolling shit is like pretty fucking new. And it's addictive as shit. Yeah. So <clears throat> I forgot where I was going with that. Anyway. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit is solid as fuck. What do you want to call it? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna crossroads. Uh, crossroads. Yeah, I'm gonna like stick it. with crossroads. I like that. And the and the art that we just found this fucking AI stuff uh, is gonna be fucking fantastic as we're, well. As, we're gonna we're gonna spice it up for y'all, and yeah. we're gonna do more to make y'all you know uh, bigger fans. Keep yeah. sharing. Keep listening. Keep sharing. That's what I keep sharing. Keep sharing is caring, dog. And. Our email is the scrapbook, the scrapbook podcast at gmail.com. Hit us with inquiries, any fucking thing, period. And we'll get back to you as well as you have any ideas, you have anything you want to say to us. We're here for you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to uh, the Haunted Minds Anthologies. And this is the motherfucking Crossroads. By your boy Patrick, with your boy Joseph Pratt. And uh, thank you for joining us. Keep it spooky and a boom. We love you. Don't stop. Don't stop being creative. Peace.